Coming up this week on the film podcast. You know, it's interesting. The Alienist was and still is a very beloved novel. Even before I was brought on and this project was considered to be a television series for 20 years, there were attempts to make it as a feature film. And almost everyone you talk to in the industry, at least in the United States, almost everyone has a story of their brief connection at some point in the past 30 years of how it was almost made and what you know, their connection to it. One of the things I love about film composing is that every new film is in itself a, a new project. And the project is not just the, the, the material, because obviously that's the most important thing, but who you're working with and their style and approach. And so that can vary hugely from person to person. Um, you know, some directors are very clear about what they want, but others can be more hands-off and say perhaps, uh, you know, go for it. And often they'll have a strong opinion when it, when something is wrong, but they perhaps are not quite so sort of interested in the in the details when it comes to, you know, the, the nitty-gritty of every moment. The series has been adapted from the novel, as you say. It's sometimes a fine line of how far outside the world in the novel that you go versus the world in the screen series and stay authentic. How do you approach that? Because sometimes they can be two different looking worlds. It's true. And I think adapting from source material is always very complicated. Or even in a case like Mrs. America, adapting from real people in real life, there's so much that can be, you can kind of hold things up next to each other and, and question why decisions were made to to modify things. And in a story like The Alienist, that's about, you know, most of the crime scenes are actual physical locations that still exist in New York. And you can literally hold a photograph up against to them and, and can kind of question the reality of those things. There, There's a lot of rigor to satisfy the audience that read the novel, there's a lot of rigor to satisfy the historians who want to look at these things and compare them side by side. Then you also just the nature of a mystery where there's crime solving going on. People have the ability to pause and zoom in and, and look at details. And so every little thing can be scrutinized. And so on a show like The Alienist, again, where you're working at such dramatic scales of storytelling in the city, but then also an investigation, you know, we really spent a lot of time thinking about the forensic pathology, the systems of investigation that were available in the time period is the beginning of fingerprinting. There's, there's just a lot happening. You know, I'm a believer in setting up and paying off themes. And I think if you do it well, then ultimately you from the beginning of a film to the end of the film, you can create quite a familiarity that's subconscious with the audience really is literally it's like another channel on the if you think of the soundtrack of a film you've you've got channels operating and this is a subliminal channel if you like and you can connect something from the beginning to the end and you can create familiarity through so that in those crucial moments where something really important is happening and and, and the biggest payoffs in the movie you get that emotional payoff you've set up and you paid it off at the end you'll really get i think a much more powerful response from the audience because they for some reason, is kind of magical. They've allowed the music in already and associated it with that subliminally, and then they're much more likely to be moved by it, I think. 